Today, Reading Held Hostage is sponsored by Reading Held Hostage. Howdy, folks. If you wouldn't mind leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify or both, I won't say no to both. We'd greatly appreciate it. Justin and I hope to get 25 reviews on Spotify by the end of the year, which um, would be really cool. So thanks so much and enjoy the podcast. My name's Justin. And you love to read. No, I love to read. Yes. My name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Justin and I don't like to read. This is what happens when you make me start the podcast. Okay, we can restart. No, no, no. Okay, well, Let's this is going. Reading Held Hostage. Yeah, this is Reading Held Hostage. Um, we want to say thank you. We got like 10 comments. And like, uh, I saw one that was like, Justin's so hunky. He's such no. a big hunk. Uh, I don't think um, I saw that one. I saw one that was like, oh my gosh, that Justin's just a big old beefcake. Hmm. Um, he's so funny and hot and beefy. Hmm. Were these? Yeah, if you check, you can check online. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, this one right here. Yeah, yeah. See. Oh, okay. So it says, OMG, the podcast is so good. Justin is literally the hunkiest person. Like two beefcakes at a five-star Michelin restaurant. He's so funny and hunky. Hunky like a goddamn grade A prime man beef. The wife is there for sure, but Justin is so hunky. I can taste the beefcake through my headphones. P.S. This isn't Justin. Also, he is hunky. That was left by... Uh, it says Justin Gunn. Five uh, seconds you ago. don't need to read who. who well, po- I did. They probably want to stay anonymous. And nope, it's right there. Justin no, Gunn. They probably. That's your name. Okay. And Gunn's not a very common name. No, it's. Uh, I mean, have you heard of James Gunn? Yeah, he's probably related to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So there's like, only like there's, a thousand of us. Yeah, there's a couple guns out there. Oh yeah, this is just me like kind of bragging that Justin took my last name. Yeah. So. yeah. Babe, it kind of seems that you're maybe getting a little obsessed with your self-image. No, I, th- I just think that a lot of people find me super hunky. and It's weird because good. I don't think we've posted one picture of you. Yeah, but I'm like really hunky, so they probably I lied, I know. think we posted two. Yeah, so they know I'm hunky. Well, that's interesting. Because that's not really the point of the podcast. Yeah, but like, it's just so obvious. Is it? So it sounds like you're being a little sarcastic. Like you what? think it's not. What? It's not obvious. What that is I'm giving that away in my tone? So super hunky. Well, for real, we did get a comment. Yeah, we did get one. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Apple. Apple comment. No. Yeah. Oh my god. It was on Apple. Which we hate posting on Apple. Yeah, but I absolutely thank you hate for that. the comment yeah, for the person who left us a review on Apple. We're posting on there just for you just now. Just for you now. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we're like. That comment. Kind of fucking weird that you don't listen on Spotify, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fucking roast our one commenter. (laughs) Are you ready, Justin? We're back. This is Reading Held Hostage. Ready as I'll ever be, baby. And we're reading... Can you just... For those of you who don't see it, which is everybody except for me and Justin. And my phone is on. Bruno just was like, oh, please let me get... Oh. Oh, and then he just kind of snuck on. But He's right there now. Justin, can you believe that it's our 20th episode already? And you can believe how hunky I am that people notice. Shut up. This is the third part of Eclipse. Um, and I think I think we should just go for it. What do you think? Do you we remember what to. happened last time around? Because I don't. Um, uh, something that I don't want to add to the trigger list again happened. Oh, yeah. And... No, yeah, so that happened. And then we heard the Quileute stories. Yeah. Okay, for those of you who aren't Justin yeah. and the two people at work I talked to about this, I have, at this point in time, I'm 70% done with Breaking Dawn. <laughs> so I'm really ready to read Hunger Games, so I just kind of blasted through the yeah. Breaking Dawn. I actually really liked it so far. Yeah? Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get How there. How and why? We'll talk about that when we get there. Okay. It's way... Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get there. I got a lot of comments. But we're just we're starting with the third part of Eclipse. Hopefully we can wrap up Eclipse and head to Breaking Dawn soon. So are you ready? Yeah. 
And we're starting with chapter 12. And it's a couple days after the Quileute stories. Um, Alice tells Bella that she foresaw that if she surprised Bella with the info she's about to tell her, uh, Bella would kind of be really whiny about it. And so Alice is like, Edward made me tell you. Bella foresaw that she would tell Bella something? Alice foretaw, foresaw that she would tell <laughs> Bella something. Do we need to record later? No, I'm fine. Okay. I'm a little heat exhausted today. Yeah, Blue spent four hours in, in the in the sun today doing Doing yard work, yard work like a total yard suburban And then sap. lit a fire and then did yard work <laughs> next to the fire. I'm drinking a soda, so I should be okay. But Alex is going to be throwing a graduation party for her, Edward, and Bella. And she's like, this is not an option. You're coming. And Bella's like, God, graduation is, like, so far away. Why would you tell me that? I'm going to be anxious. And Alice is like, are you fucking dumb? It's literally one week away. <laughs> it's June 4th. And Bella starts panicking. She didn't realize she had so little time to, like, kind of tell Charlie and Renee she was going to start going. She doesn't know how to say goodbye to being human. And she's like, I'm really ready to be a vampire. But I just, I, like, didn't know how close it was. And I wrote in my notes, you fucking dipshit. Yeah. Yeah. But also that, like, one week, oh, shit moment. How I feel about every assignment I've ever turned in. Yeah, true. Thank God we're not in college anymore. Although now I kind of feel like that with the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit, we gotta fucking record and post it. <laughs> Which is why I I really liked doing two a week, but I'm glad we've skipped to one yeah. a week. Maybe, maybe next next year we can go. Yeah. But literally, like, Bella's fucking dumb for not realizing that. So she goes into kind of a haze. And when they reach the house, Edward is like, something's going on. I'm freaking out. Tell me what's wrong. Because <laughs> he, he can't read her mind yeah, and he's yeah. not used to that. She's like, I don't even know what to say about everything. Like, what am I going to do about my impending air quotes death? And Edward's like, you don't have to make any choice right now. You're the only one of us who's ever had the option of becoming a vampire. We, we don't have that. Like, that is not something we have. Yeah. Just because there's, like, impending doom, like, the person who was in the room, the Volturi, Victoria, all that. He's like, when this is all over, if you still want to be a vampire, I will change you myself. Yeah. Which, pretty mature. Yeah. But didn't he also already agree to change her after graduation? No, Carlisle did. She wants Edward to change her. And Edward's like, remember, he's last book he proposed to her. He said, I'll only do that if you uh, marry okay. me. We're here today to celebrate a marriage. What is that? I was trying to do the thing from Spaceballs, and it just did not come out at all. I think I've seen Spaceballs once. She calms down for a bit. She's like, what am I getting Alice for graduation? And he says that he saw that it was a concert ticket. Anyways, they do gross lover talk before Edward. I had to oh, skip. Oh, you're so cute. No, I literally oh, had to. Oh, I, I think you're so you. hunky. Yeah, Edward is hungrier than you. Um, that's not true. Well, Jacob sure as hell is. Oh, yeah, he's fucking... <laughs> he's fucking jacked. Um, but, yeah, I had to skip through a lot of this book because there was, like... It's starting to get more adult, which doesn't make any sense because it's not like the audience has grown. If this was for 9 to 13-year-olds, yeah, this book was released in 2008. So if you started reading it when you were, say, 10, you're 12 at this point. Perfect. Adult. So, well, you're not really thinking like, oh, I can't wait to get married. Like, I I got how the, like, new moon in the first book, Twilight, was, like, so angsty and teenagery because that was the audience it was trying to reach. Yeah, yeah. The, like, I, I know better than my parents, blah, blah, blah. But, like, now it, like, takes this whole shift that's, like, way too adult for the audience that's reading it. Yeah. Does that make sense what I'm saying? For sure. Okay. So... He asks her, he's like, you don't want to be my wife. And she tells him the truth. And she's like embarrassed. Um, and she's like, in this day and age, I'll look like the small town hick who got knocked up and people will think I'm crazy. I'm not like that girl who gets married out of high school. And he's like, well, thank you for telling me the reason, because I thought you were more eager for being a vampire than you were for me, which just kind of shows that like he actually has emotions. Yeah, and like the only emotion he's really shown up to this point is anger yeah. and, hey, don't fucking die. Yeah, so now he's kind of showing like, oh, good, like, thanks for telling me that. I thought you just wanted to be a vampire. Yeah. And you maybe didn't love me. Because he can't, he, he's so used to being able to read everything and everybody. Mm -hmm. 
So um, he's worried he didn't, she didn't want him. And he's like, okay, I am hearing your side, but please look at my side. While you're not that girl, I was always that boy or man back in his day. And I would have settled down the second I saw, you know, your version back in the day. And I would have gotten down on my one knee to secure your hand as soon as possible. And she's like not seeing his side <laughs> at all. Good communication <laughs> skills. Super Don't awesome. even pretend. Talking to- about communication skills. You're going to want to punch something when we get like, I was oh, like, <laughs> I wanted to like, uh, it's way later. I think we'll get into it next book. But I was like wanting to go get the punching bag at my mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> That's how mad I was. Jesus. Yeah, their communication skills have certainly gotten better. To zero. Better from, yeah, better from zero. Yeah, so maybe they're like a 15% right now. They're not great still. A one, a maybe a, a one, two. A one, maybe. Um, but she tells him that for her, marriage and eternity are not mutually inclusive or exclusive concepts. And they kiss and agree to disagree. But that's like not really something you disagree on. If you are going to be immortal and married it's it's basically gonna be an eternal thing yeah well she's just more worried about the judgment of getting married young wait until all those people die you'll be fine but edward won't marry her until well edward won't change her until he she marries him does that make sense yeah but again Wait till all those people die and you don't need to care about their judgment anymore. Yeah. Also, you don't need to care about their judgment anyways. Like, yeah. I'm sure folks will judge. Just don't give a shit about them. Yeah. So the next day she's reading the paper and she sees more about the um, Seattle being terrorized by slangs. So in the newspaper, it writes the story about how it had been less than a decade since Seattle was the grounds where Gary Ridgway, who was the Green River Killer, was convicted of 48 killings. Damn. I googled that, and that's true. You know how rare it is to actually get a serial killer convicted for a significant amount of their crimes? Yeah, it's only like, it's usually like one or two murders. Yeah, usually usually the DA will try you for one to like three of what you've actually done as a serial killer, because they'd never have the like significant amount of evidence they think they need to convict. Yeah. And like DAs don't go to court without enough no. evidence. And a lot or of the enough times fabricated evidence. Yes, true. 40% of the time it's fabricated. Look up 40% of all cops. Yes, but in the case of serial killers, they'll probably try them on a couple and then, you know, everybody will agree that they did the rest. Yeah. But they'll never be but the fact that Gary Ridgway was convicted of 48 of his killings. Dude, did he write his name on the bodies? And they be liked like, hey. him for 90. What? They liked him for 90. Jesus. So uh, basically the newspaper article is like, now we're worried about a new serial killer. I'm like, yeah, you should be. If should Gary be, Ridge- Ridgway is your last. Um, I think what happened with him was he just left a bunch of DNA and they were able to get him oh, all okay. of those. If uh if your last uh employee murdered a bunch of people, should worry worry a little bit about your next employee. Yeah, just saying. So like have your have your guard up a little bit. Edward sees the newspaper when he gets there, and apparent apparently Alice hasn't seen anything about this situation, and they've decided they won't go until they Alice sees something, but they think that Alice isn't seeing anything because they ha- they haven't made the decision to go. So it's like this weird feedback loop that's happening. Yeah, decide to go and then Alice will see something, right? Well, I mean, I think I think her uh, they're just like a weird feedback loop that's happening. But yeah, Yeah. that's basically correct. So Edward's like, hey, you want to skip school? We need to go talk to Jasper. (sighs) Jasper. We need to talk to Jasper. He's at the boat club. (laughs) My my, uh, he said he was going ice fishing. on. I can't even pretend to do that accent. And I have that accent. Yeah. Um, at the Cullens, they're all like the Cullens are watching the news, and Emmett is like begging for a fight. He like really wants to go fight these motherfuckers, and they're all worried about the Volturi and the humans. But Edward like turns to Jasper and he goes, "You're right. I hadn't even considered that." And like everyone in the room is even like Bella notes, she's like, "I'm not the only one confused right now." <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Um, he just read his mind and responded to what he was thinking. Yeah, he does that like in the movies. He almost never does that, but in the books, 
fucking constantly. That's it's, it's been kind of a pain as fuck. Yeah, it's been kind of a pain to like write it, like write the notes that way because yeah. it's it's much more of a red thing. Um, but he's Belle is the only one that hasn't heard Jasper's story. So Jasper's like, "Hey, Belle, how much do you know?" And she's like, "I know nothing." <laughs> And Jasper, literally no one tells me shit around literally here. no one and he starts pulling up the sleeves of his sweater and Bella's like that's kind of weird but then she can see that he has like a bite mark that looks similar to the one that she has from James so a vampire bite mark she's like Jasper what the hell happened to you he starts taking off his shirt and oh no he's oh, no. hot he is hot um, now it's chapter 13 and it's Jasper's story time. Oh, wait. Is he the Confederate? Yeah. Never mind. Not hot. He tells her that Venom is the only thing that can scar them and that he did not have the same upbringing as his siblings. And there are places in the world where the lifespan of immortals is weeks, not months, not years. Are you ready? I think I want to do this in an accent. Or yeah, try. you want to. Is <laughs> the thing you want to. I'm going to do it. Okay. My name's Jasper Whitlock, ma'am. He tells her... Oh, I already did that part. <laughs> um, now I feel like you're judging me. <laughs> Don't look at me while I do it in I'm an accent. Well, then I won't do it in an accent. Okay. That's kind of my goal right now. <laughs> well, I hope everybody's disappointed. Oh. Guys, I'm so sorry. It's Justin's fault. There are places in their world where it's easier to feed, such as heavy populations area... And the South, in the South, it's like fucking like ape shit down there. And the only thing that keeps them in line is the Volturi. In the South, it's very different. There's constant war. It's been going on for centuries over the territories. And some vampires in the South had Mexico City. And if they were there in Mexico City, they could feed a few times a night without anybody even noticing. Which I think this is so interesting because it's the South... In 2008, wouldn't you want to go to, like, Chicago or New York? Yeah. I mean, like, I get, like, Houston and Austin. Yeah, the South doesn't have, like, a ton of super densely populated areas. I mean, it did back when Jasper was around. I think he's, like, 1860s, whenever the Confederates did Confederacy things. So. I mean, I I think war would be a good, because, like, people go missing in war all the fucking time. But they talk about how, uh, we'll we'll see, but, like, back in those times, it was a more heavy populated area than, say, like, the North Olympic Peninsula. Yeah. I mean, like, back then you had to be more densely populated or you would die from bears and shit. Yeah. So, um, then there was one vampire whose name was Benito, and he came out of nowhere. Benito Mussolini? Yes. From exactly from above Dallas, and he massacred stu- two small covens in a night, and then another an- another night. So everyone was like, "Holy shit!" He had created an army of newborn vampires. Newborn vampires are crazy; they're absolutely ape shit, and they'll turn on anyone, even the person that made them. They're super powerful and strong, but they have absolutely no skills. So more numbers, good. In the South, there were huge amounts of newborn vampires, and the Volturi eventually had to step in and take everything down. They destroyed any coven with newborns, and Mexico eventually became clean for a little while. There were no vampires. Wait, is this in Mexico or the South? This is Mexico and the South of the U.S., because this is like 18-something or other, and it's... Along the Mexican Gulf. Yeah. Gulf of Mexico. That's what it's really called. Yeah. So... Um, when the Volturi returned to Italy, there was a lot of bad blood and everything continued, but on a very small scale. When Jasper was human, he lived in Houston, Texas, and he was 17 when he joined the Confederate Army in 1861. He had really good charisma, and he was instantly promoted. He eventually fought in the First Battle of Galveston. He was the youngest major in Texas to spotlight about his age. Here's the thing. You're doing it again. What? Yeah, you're doing the accent. I again. just slipped right. That's crazy. Um, I don't think you slipped right. The I think name's you Jasper Whitlock, uh, ma'am. Oh god damn it! That's how he talks. He started evacuating women and children from a small town, and he left. Um, and eventually found three women on foot, and he was like, "Are y'all okay?" 
But these were vampires, super pale skin. And he even comments that the little black haired girl who was clearly Mexican was super pale. Um, What the fuck? (laughs) And he also says that they were all young enough to be called girls. I mean, that is, that would be something interesting. Yeah. If you're like, that person's facial features doesn't match the complexion. Yeah, a little weird. But it's Jasper. But to tell a story about something that happened a hundred years ago and slide in that fun yeah. fact. When we're already three books in and we've yeah. established how pale the vampires yeah, are. Yeah, yep. So they could tell something was um like good about Jasper and they wanted to keep him. So their names were Maria, Nettie, and Lucy. And they were survivors of a recently lost battle and were just like a partnership of convenience. Maria wanted her territory back, but the other two wanted more territory. Maria ended up um, turning specific humans into newborns and then gave them training and taught them how to be invisible. Initially, there were six in Maria's band when he joined, and he she just kept adding more. And he quickly became in charge of them and was getting rewarded, which is exactly what he needs from his like military stuff. Wait, you can fucking turn vampires invisible? You think you're so funny. No, you just said they. she taught like showed them. them how to be invisible so they weren't, like, creating havoc. Literally invisible? No, they're not literally invisible. Okay. Metaphorically. Okay. You goober. He worshipped Maria, and she relied a lot on him. They captured a couple cities, and eventually it didn't take him and Maria long to take over all of Texas and northern Mexico. They were worried about the Volturi, but they just kept going. And in the first 18 months um, of Jasper's life, um, he was the only one of the initial 23 that were created. Oh, so the rest of them just fucking died? Yeah. Nettie and Lucy turned, but they, like, won. So during this time of destruction, Jasper became extremely depressed, and he became friends with a vampire named Peter. And eventually it became time to dispose of the the newborn. So after a certain amount of time, they murder them. And Peter cool. and him had done it together. They were supposed to get rid of all of them. And when they were halfway done, Peter ran off with a young vampire named Charlotte. Five years later, Peter comes back and Jasper's glad. He can tell that Maria was getting close to offing him. He can, like, tell by her emotions that she's getting close to offing him. Yeah. Wait. And- him or the other guy? Maria's getting close to offing Jasper. Yeah. Peter and Charlotte disappeared, and then Peter came back for Jasper. Okay. So um, Jasper goes off with Peter and Charlotte. I thought Charlotte liked him, though. Charlotte ran off with Peter. No. Okay. Maria likes him. Yes, but Maria was going to kill him. Cool. Okay. Are you settled? So... Peter and Charlotte and Jasper traveled a while before Jasper got too depressed killing humans and he could feel their pain. And he just, like, he didn't know what to do. He really wanted to stop, but he was, like, thirsty. So, like, he just succumbed to the thirst. And then one day in Philadelphia, he went to a diner and little teeny tiny tiny Alice, who, again, is four foot nine, was there expecting him. She walked right up to him and said, you've kept me waiting a long time. And Jasper was shocked and just said, I'm sorry, ma'am. A little shrimp girl. A little teeny tiny girl. They freaked the Cullens out because they just showed up out of nowhere and were like, we're here. And they were like, um, who? It's taken a while, but we're here. Wait, were we expecting you? <laughs> but then they just, you know, Jasper kind of gets his happy ending after all that. Yeah. And then it clicks. In Seattle, they're making an army of newborns. And it doesn't make any sense because there's no covens close enough to fight it. That's no one's turf. And then finally, Edward, who's apparently the only smart one, is like, oh, we're the reason that somebody's doing that. Yeah. We're the only coven close enough. But Alice says that somebody who, who knows their power, it has to be somebody who knows their powers because otherwise we would be able to know this. Yeah. If you're not the asshole in the group. I mean, if you don't see any assholes in the group, that might you. be you. Edward again puts two and two together and realizes that somehow Aro is controlling this because when he glanced at Aro's head last spring, Aro really, really wanted Alice and Jasper, Jasper, Alice and Edward to join him, but they wouldn't do it. So he is thinks Aro the main of the main guy of the Volturi. Okay. So he thinks that 
Edward thinks that Aro is like feeding information about their powers to this group of newborns. Yeah. But nobody is making a choice, so Alice doesn't know what's happening. Mm. So Jasper and Carlisle don't think the Volturi would do this kind of thing, and Jasper is convinced it's a first-timer. Can Alice read people from all over the Earth, or is it just local? She can read choices from all over the Earth. You know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she can read everybody. Um, they realize they're going to have to fight, and Jasper's going to train them. Carlisle calls Tanya's family to see if they'll join, but they won't. Apparently, the year Laurent spent in Denali, he got very comfortable with Arena, and she's mad that he's dead and blames Bella and the wolves. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because they actually asked permission to kill the wolves, but like we're like, no, we're not going to give that. And Bella's terrified because now her new family is going to have to fight these newborns on, her, on their own. Yeah, that... It, Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It would scare me, too. Um, Chapter 14. On Wednesday, Alice informs Bella that the graduation party is still going on. And they also ask, um, like, they also talk about how Carlisle's still looking for friends and how that might help the newborn problem. A graduation party is probably a really good use of resources and time when a war is about to happen. Yeah. It's actually really great. Yeah. But... They talk about how if they invite friends, they won't be vegetarians, but they just need help for the newborns. Bella then thinks she should be changed, become a vampire, but Alice is like, that's literally dumb. You would not be able to help, and Edward would be so whiny. Then Alex, Alice has a premonition that somebody cancels, like, for the party. Someone gets canceled? Canceled now. Um, cancel culture two weeks extreme people yeah in 2008 <laughs> yeah um it was renee she was gonna surprise bella but something had happened and when she gets home there's a message from her mom apparently phil broke his leg and he can't do anything he broke his tibia Oof. no his this one the big one. Oh, the femur the femur. shit um but bella's relieved because that means that that's one less person she's gonna have to worry about getting killed but also i'm you know how i feel about renee this is her only daughter graduating yeah. high school for the first time. Yeah. You're telling me Phil can't ask a bud? Yeah. For three days? No one else. He can't have the team hire someone? Is he, he major, major or minor? I think he's major now, but he also is teaching at a school. So he, Phil's story yeah. is not consistent. Okay. But it's also, like, you can't hire an at-home nursing aide for, like, 24 hours. He can't camp out in the bathtub and then go to... It's it's his thing, so his whole leg's immobilized, but that yeah. doesn't mean he can't use crutches or anything like that. It might be. Yeah, but... If it if it just happened, he probably is completely immobile. Okay, but again, you know what I'm saying is yeah. that if my only daughter... I would like to think that I would find a way to get up there yeah ideal that that would be ideal for me i mean probably they could uh get the team to fly him up too like um fly philip all busted like that yeah probably wouldn't be a good idea to fly or drive like that i know but like it it they could probably get him up there on like a private jet for yeah. this one thing it's but like you hey, get what i'm saying right like hey my wife's only daughter is graduating yeah. high school can we can we just go up there for Can like we get me a up single there? minute? Yeah. Um, Edward lets them know that he's going to go hunt. They need to hunt a lot to stay strong during this. But Bella's like, I don't want to be babysat by Emma and Jasper. They'll be really mean to me. <laughs> she requests to go like with the wolves. She gets dropped off and she can tell Edward's listening to Jacob because apparently. He- <sighs> I remembered what happened. What? You'll see. Um, apparently Ed- Jacob is just shouting something in his mind, but Edward won't tell Bella, which I'm like crazy because you fucking tell Bella just like literally anything and nothing at the same time. Yeah. What, what choices if, does Edward make? If it's important, he don't won't. tell Bella. But if it's dumb, do tell Bella. Tell Bella immediately. She goes to Jacob's car and he's plum tuckered. He's been running double shifts on the wolf stuff to keep her safe. They mm-hmm. sit on the couch and he falls asleep. And um, 
Bella's just like watching TV and she's listening to some long, she just has, she's not listening, but she has this, I'm listening to this long ass internal monologue she has about her marrying Edward and it's boring as fuck and I skipped it all. Yeah. And eventually Jake wakes up and he wants to walk around and he feels bad for sleeping. They get to the beach and he's like, I have something to say to you. I was planning to do this more smoothly, but I just want to say it out loud so there's no confusion on the subject. Bella, I'm in love with you. I want you to pick me. I want you to know this so that there's no miscommunications for the future. Wolf question. Okay. There was only one dude that was a wolf. The first the first wolf. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. Tahaaki? Yeah. Long enough. I'm just saying, is there is there wolf incest going on? No, I think it was so long ago. I think it was before the white man showed up. Okay. Um, at least in that peninsula, like that corner of the world, which was a little bit longer than the rest of the world had. So like 700 years, maybe. Mm, yeah. 600, 500. So there couldn't be that much incest. Look, we're not a historians here. This Look, is not a history. I also want to say if we're going to play the incest game, no, there's probably no incest, but also they probably don't have that gene anymore. You don't share any genes with your fourteen, your great-grandfather times 14. Yeah. So the likelihood that any of them share this actual gene is very small. But it's magic. I'm just saying wolf, shrimp, and wolves. They actually talk about um, imprinting. Cloning? No. And how hunky they are as wolves and how it's so good and nice. Are you done? Mm-mm-mm. Because wolves, chapter wolves. 15 has sexual assault. So trigger warning now. Um, so you you did that right in the middle of one of my funnies. You might want to skip, let's say, 15 minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> um, if you want to be really safe, we're probably going to like reference it gonna, for the rest honestly, of the episode. I haven't mentioned for a lot, but after the initial bang, it's mostly just anger from me. Yeah. So we're going to go. Prepare yourself if you need to. Leave if you need to. You don't hurt our feelings. Right, I wish yeah. I wish I could leave. I'm sure Justin wish he could leave. Yeah, I'm going to leave. No. Fuck. So she's uncomfy and she makes, she's like, I think I'm going to go. Which is a like proper response to that. But he holds her tight and nope. says, do you want me to go away and to never see you again? And she admits that she doesn't want that. But she doesn't want him around for the same reason he wants her around. So the two extremes, you have to pick one. Do you want to love me forever and uh, break up with Edward? Or, or never see me or, again. Or never see me again. Well, I'd rather do something else. So you love me? Literally. That's literally Jacob. He, She's like, you're my family. I'm like, you're in love with me, but not in a family way. Like, I love you as family. Yeah. She asks if he could behave himself and not be like this. Like, not be, like, all over Edward, like, me and Edward and her. And he's, like, he's clear and he's, like, no, I won't behave better. You can have me as I am or not at all. Which I hate, but he is 16 or 17. Very childish, but I can understand. But also he's a child. Yeah, he's a child. So I can get where he's coming from and, like, where he's, like, no, like, either you're going to have me like this or not at all. And she should be the responsible one and be like, okay, then we're done. This is not this is no longer a relationship that should be able to be. Yeah. But she doesn't make that, and he won't let her make that. So he's like, please don't get too mad, because I've decided that I'm not going to give up. And she's like, okay, but like, Edward's literally my whole life. Yeah, but literally do, though. Yeah, and he's clear. I will fight until your heart stops stops beating. And even, like, more reason to fight. Okay, here it is. He holds her head in his hands. Gross. With no way for her to release and kisses her angrily and rough. Hand on her chin and hand on her neck. She's unable to get away. Gross. She. The description of this made me really uncomfortable. Is it because um, it's a uh, sexual assault? Yeah, and I'm lucky enough to have never been assaulted in this way, but, like, the way she, Steph describes it, like, she's struggling, she's pushing against him, not able to escape. She grabs his face, tries to push him away, but he gets more mad and forces her lips open, and then she just goes numb. 
which is a story I've heard a lot of people who've Mm -hmm. experienced something like this. She drops her hand and shuts down. She opens her eyes and waits for him to stop. He's not. Jesus Christ. He's not angry now. And then he pulls back and kisses her like once, two, three more times while she's pretending to be a statue. Finally, he lets go. And she asks, are you done? And he says yes and starts to smile when she punches him right in the face. Good. Uh, But she breaks her hand. Get a gun and like shoot him a couple times too. So the description of that literally. That's textbook out of like. An assault. Like, that's something that, yes. like, people who have been assaulted, they always say it's fight or flight, but it's fight, flight, or numb. Freeze. Freeze. Thank you. I couldn't remember the other F. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people tend to go freeze. Yeah. And it just, like, made me so icky that she felt like that was her only way to be done with it. Yeah. Her best friend, somebody she considers family. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking disgusting. I literally and Charlie's on my shit list for this chapter too. Because she yells that he broke her hand and he's like, No, you broke it. And I wrote, TBH, fuck you, Jake. Yeah. Is now really a time for that like that to like stop. Yeah, a little uh So Jake is completely fine. He is not having an issue. He's smiley, he's his old jabber self. And she's like, I legit would rather walk home, but, you know, she her hand's broken. So she, she, like, Jacob takes her home, and he's completely chill. He doesn't seem bothered that he just assaulted Bella or that she broke his hand. And he jokes that that kiss had better be better than kissing a rock. And he's like, look, it was a good kiss in my books. You're going to have to think about it tonight. Like, just think about it. Like, I can give you so much more. And then you he's like. You know what? Like, in my books, it was a Bad assault. In my books, you fucking assaulted her. Literally, like, he's fine. He's then like, it's your fault you broke your hand. You should have known better than punch me. You should have known better than assaulting her. I know. It's, like, aggravating. We're gonna have to take a break. (laughs) At least Rosalie got to kill her assaulters. Yeah, that's true. They argue some more, and then he's like, well, you kissed me back. And she's like, I literally fucking did it. Which, like, she didn't. She went numb. That's not kissing you back. I'm sorry. You need eager consent for something to be a two-part situation. Justin's, like, so frustrated. I'm I can seriously see it in his face. I'm seriously going to have to take a break. I know. Are pause you okay? Pause this recording. Wait, we're almost done with no, this chapter. No, pause the recording. Pause. Okay, you need a fiver. So that fiver turned into more than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And we rode some roller coasters, got some food. Had some fun. And we've taken some breathing. And I'm just as frustrated now. Yeah, because we did re-listen to the last two minutes of our recording and we're like, oh, okay. And then it's funny because the next line in my notes is, I also want to punch him in this moment because he says, wow, you're being overly defensive, kind of like you liked it. Do you need another 24 hours? (laughs) Well, Charlie. So they get to Charlie. She's like, take me to Edward. There's a doctor. But he refuses. So she gets out and goes inside. Jacob follows her in, clearly not taking a single hint or actual clue because she's saying, don't. Wait, Charlie refuses to take no, her? No, Jacob, or? I'm tired okay. again. Charlie's excited to see Jacob and they kind of laugh. They're like, oh, Jake's like, yeah, Bella broke her hand on my face when I kissed her. And they're like, haha, like, that's crazy. And Charlie's like, good for you, kid. No. No. Um, No. Mm-mm. Um, I don't have kids, but I think the answer is that was the wrong. That was wrong. That was the wrong, the worst decision. That was probably the worst thing. Bella's mad. Obviously, she's icing her hand as it starts to swell, and she calls Edward. Edward's obviously pissed, and Charlie's like, can he like gets up? He's like, oh shit! He can kind of tell that it's gonna get heated, so he's like, hey Jacob, maybe you should leave, and he's like, no. She opens the door for Edward. Oh, wow. Not following uh, permission or... What do you mean permission? Not not wanting consent oh. for staying. <laughs> How out of character. For... The thing is, though, Jacob's character really did take like a full like 360. Like he was a dick in New Moon to Bella because of his wolf stuff. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, he's like, I think I'm just going to assault you and then pretend you liked it. Yeah. Like literally, Steph was like, I don't know. <laughs> Screw Jacob. Yeah. We need somebody to hate now. 
Like, no. Also, you didn't have to write. Yeah. You did not have to write a fucking assault. Yeah. In the middle of your teen. Teen romance novel. Yeah. Like, I get it in, being. In such deep detail, too. Yeah. And I didn't even try to go too, too into it because it was kind of triggering. Yeah. As somebody who hasn't even experienced that type of assault. Like, yeah. I'm so lucky. But, again, this is for 9 to 13-year-olds kind of in the age range. Obviously, like, older people read it. Hey, um, it's, it's not, though. It's not. It's not, though. And there's a difference between, like, an assault being a character building, like personality like they needed that to give them the push which i don't love but sometimes that's how a book is written yeah there's a good amount of characters that that is something in their story yeah jessica jones mm-hmm. other characters i don't know the names of i think storm i only know marvel characters i can see that oh um oh. what's her name the wasp she was assaulted by well physically assaulted by hank pym a lot. Isn't Hank Pym her papa? No, not in the... Not in the comics. Okay, but, like, you get what I'm saying, like... But Bella doesn't grow from this, like, at all. Yeah. You'll actually be really upset <laughs> with the, like, things she gained from it later in the book. So, um, Charlie is, like, sheepish and uncomfortable. Like, sheepish and uncomfortable. And he's like, hey, Take Bella. Yeah, hey, Bella, how's your hand? Um, <laughs> I, saw, I heard the wafer. Yeah, thanks. And he jokes that, like, maybe she should pick on people her own size. And I'm like, maybe you should be a good dad right now. You were doing so good. Yeah. Maybe you should not make fun of your child that was just assaulted. No. Edward examines her hand. He's like, I'm really proud of you because you must have put a lot of force behind this. He then calls Jacob's name very calmly. He goes, Jacob, can I please see you outside? And Charlie's like, fuck. And he puts his badge on. He's like, guys, no fighting. Well, he says, I'll put my badge on if it makes it more... Real, but no fighting, boys. They grump for a bit, but then um, basically they're like, Edward's like, we're just going to go. But Jacob comes down to the car and Edward looks at him and very peacefully and gently says, I'm not going to kill you now because it would upset Bella. And Bella goes, mm. like, that wouldn't upset me. And yeah, because she was just assaulted by him. He goes, it would upset you in the morning. And she's like, meh, meh, I'll concede to that fact. <laughs> He's like, but if you ever bring her back damaged again, you will be running with damaged. three legs. Because she broke her leg. You know what the thing is. I know. Not my fave. But Bella's like, I will not be going back. And they discuss how they'll be fighting for Bella. Which, at this moment, I think it's pretty damn clear yeah. who's won. <laughs> I think it's a losing battle for you, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, after you assault somebody, you kind of, like, lose literally any standing. Yeah. Any respect, any... He's lost respect in my yeah. eyes, and I, like, Steph's the one who wrote him. Um, at the Collins... Steph's lost respect in my eyes. Yeah, true. At the Collins, Emma and Rosalie are fixing a Jeep, because Rose is a big, like, car person. Mm -hmm. She loves cars. And Emmett's like, oh, Bella, did you trip and break your hand? And she goes, no, I punched a werewolf in the face. And Emmett's like, hell yeah. <laughs> but, like, was Rose around for, like, the invention of cars? She was, uh, 1930s was when she was down. Okay, so not, no. Not the invention of cars. But, like, the development into yeah. modern cars. No, she's big into cars. Yeah, um, that'd be crazy cool for a car person. Yeah, so she's big into cars. Um, Bella is then alerted to a bet that they all have. Like, um, Rose kind of makes a joke. And she's like, what the hell is that about? Apparently, Jasper and Emmett, who love to gamble, which is not like a healthy thing, but anyways. Apparently. I mean, if you're immortal and. Yeah. A like billionaire. a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, they're betting how many times Bella will slip up in the first year. And Jasper's betting high. That means how many times she'll kill a human being in her first year cool. being a vampire. Yeah. She's like, I don't really like that. That's not a cool bet. No. Way, way more cool than what just happened. Yeah. But also not cool. Not cool. So her hand's busted. She has a fissure on it, one knuckle. I don't know what that means. Um, just a little crack in a knuckle, right? Yeah, it's basically just impact, a cut from impact. Okay, so she gets a brace, not a... Not a uh, Cast. Ah, oh, my brain was like casket. I was like, it's not casket. It's really not casket. Was that your fucking yeah, TikTok? On my 
Reading Held Hostage, Warrior Cats, Christian Warrior Cats, Mormon Twilight Podcast, and then Agnostic Hunger Games Podcast in the near future? Yeah. <laughs> um, she starts having like a panic about how she might be crazy when she's a newborn, how she's going to kill people who had lives, and she's really worried she was going to miss specific things about being human. And she's like, there is nothing more than I want there's nothing more that I want than Edward. And she's worried that have like being a newborn will change that. A fissure is like a crack. Like it cracked down the skin. Okay. Into blood. Sorry. I'm paying attention. <laughs> okay. What did I just say? Newborn. She's worried she's going to lose everything except for like the want to kill. Hmm. So she's just, she's kind of having a discussion. Like, is there a human experience? I'm not willing to give up. Chapter 16. Ugh, she has nothing to wear but with her khaki skirt for graduation. Oh, God. Ugh. And you know it's full length, baby. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Full length, baby, down to the ground. <laughs> khaki. No ankles. Nope, no I ankles. I better not see a fucking ankle. If I see an ankle, I'm gonna punch a werewolf in the face. <laughs> Alice pops out of nowhere and gives her a present. It's a blue sweater because she knows that Edward really likes the color blue on her. She also talks about Seattle, and she's just tuck, 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 tuck. But then Bella just tones her out and goes for a thinker in her brain. And she realized she had been kind of, like, putting puzzle pieces together in the back of her head for, like, a few weeks now. And it all, like, hits at the same time. Alice is just gabbing and gabbing and gabbing when she's like, shut up. Don't you see it's all the same? The vampire who stole my stuff. The vampires in Seattle. They're all the same person. Like, they're all the same thing. And... Alice freezes and she's like, you're right. (laughs) Yeah. Bella's like, Edward had it wrong. The person who was here was doing a test to see if they could get around your powers. And they also stole stuff for the newborns to track. And Bella's like, you guys can all relax. The Cullens aren't being tracked. It's just me. And Alice is like, you're literally fucking dumb. Like, you're part of the family now. Yeah. So they go their separate ways for um, graduation, and they decide not to tell Edward. Um, And then they'll have the graduation um, and then the party. So Charlie drives Edward and Bella to graduation in his police cruiser. And Edward can tell that something's up, but he chalks it up to nerves and doesn't ask. Edward gets out of the car, and then Charlie kind of talks to Bella. He's like, you're not my little girl anymore. Like, you're going to go to college. You're going to be grown up on your own. And he's getting a little sobby and weepy. Yeah. Which I think is cute. Um, And then she lines up in alphabetical order next to Jessica, who babbles. And she gets her diploma. She can hear Jacob and Billy clearly yelling and hooting. And Charlie going crazy for her, which is so cute. That is. Edward catches her after the ceremony. And they talk about Alice, and Edward's like, yeah, she was translating the Battle Hymn of the Republic into Arabic, and then after that, she started working on Korean Sign Language. He's like, what are you guys keeping a secret? Way to go, Alice. Very nonchalant. <laughs> Let me just translate something in my head. A very nonchalant translating one dead language into another dead language. Korean Sign Language? No, the first part. Oh, Okay. Neither of these languages are dead languages. Okay, I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Bella then decides to tell him the situation before Charlie can come close, and Edward just freezes. And Charlie's excited. He's happy his little girl has graduated, and he thinks they should go to dinner, and he invites Edward. Edward turns them down. At the literal only fancy restaurant in town, everybody is there. Bella barely eats, and Charlie's just gabbing with people, and Bella's ready to go. She... Heads out to the car and Charlie takes her to the Cullens and he has a heart to heart with her. And he's like, sometimes I feel like I don't do everything I should, like all that kinds of stuff. And then yeah, Bella's like, like um, they talk not about reporting that. when your child gets assaulted, yeah. even though you're a police officer. The police chief. Oh. I don't know what the difference is between a sheriff and a chief. Uh, chief, top one. What sheriff? Sheriff is just like a different top one. I don't think you know. No, I'm correct. You literally said the same thing for both. No, it's like one's elected, one's um, promoted. Are sheriffs cops? Yeah. Both of them are cops. All the time sheriffs are cops? 
Couldn't I just go be a sheriff then? I think the sheriff is the one that's voted. So I could go be a sheriff. I think you need like... Vote blue as sheriff 2020... When's the next election? 2024. I think there's elections. This My last name's Gun, so you know I'm good at it. She's going to shoot every single person. And s- well, not every single person, let's be honest. <laughs> Look up 40% of cops. <laughs> Anybody you can get your fucking hands on. My little grubby fingies on, I'm going to get you. Okay, where am I? You distracted me. Bella gets choked up. She's like, you're the world's best dad, and I'm so glad I came to live in Forks. Which- Until like one chapter ago. Yeah, but like, come on, that's like the sweetest thing for him to hear. That he, mm-hmm. yeah, he's choked up and he's like, obviously I've messed up in a few spots. He's like, look at your hand. I clearly didn't show you how to throw a punch right, which is like not what you should take away from that situation. No. But he says, if anyone kisses about kisses you without your permission, you should make your feelings clear without hurting yourself. He's still kind of on Jacob's side, but either way, here's a bat. Use this. Well, that's Jacob's was like, yeah, next time you want to hit me, use a crowbar or bat. And then Bella jokes while in the house, like, do you have a crowbar, dad? so what about a hatchet <laughs> just get him, or edward could just bust him up um yeah but she wants to do it yeah that's true they can't find the turnoff to the collins house but then they see like that like three miles worth of this road all the trees are wrapped in thousands of twinkle lights oh my god this is fucking insane um and she goes to the house and she feels like her future is just like out right now also, do you think Alice used her super speed for the twinkle lights? I do. Can you imagine? Again, she's 4'9". Can you imagine her just like going up a tree with the twinkle lights? <laughs> um, we're going to finish the last chapter. I have 17. Are you ready? Wait, this is the last chapter of the book? No, there's 10 more. Oh, fuck. I'm worried it's going to be a, two, a, a six-parter if we keep going. Yeah. So. Edward's in the house, decorated like insane. Alice made the place look like a club. Alice is wearing a very 2007 outfit, and I want you to guess what this 2007's outfit is. Party. Party, party 2007. Party You're never going to guess it. A uh, jean skirt. Okay. A jerk. Uh, sparkly t-shirt. You got the sparkly t-shirt. Really? Yeah, she's wearing a, um, a gold sequined tank top. Oh, But she's hell not yeah. wearing jeans. She's wearing red leather pants. Oh, <laughs> Very okay. 2000s. <laughs> um, and Alice or Bella makes a comment that their vampire skin is like reflecting very weirdly off the lights. Off the se- sequence? No, no, like the um, club lights, like strobe lights. Uh. Edward keeps her close and they like, she also thinks about how they don't have like anything really. But then a bunch of her friends show up, and it's clear that everyone wants to see the weird-ass house that reclusive Cullens live in. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. If you're like, oh, the mega-rich kid that goes to our small-town school. The weird adopted children with the rich-ass doctor. And who ha- who's anybody has n- ever seen their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm going. Oh, hell yeah, brother, I'm going. And they actually and talk. I am snooping in that bitch. <laughs> Opening up medicine cabinets and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Although, can you imagine if they, they keep the whole charade up, but how funny would it be if like, oh, I meant charade. Not charade. Charade. But they have to keep fake medicines in their medicine cabinets. Yeah. Otherwise, if I went into somebody's house and snooped, which I wouldn't do because that's mean. Also, they need to have, like, dishes and pots Mm -hmm. and pans. Yeah. The whole shebang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And food. (laughs) Well, they obviously have food now because of the party, but yes. She starts playing hostess, um, so she doesn't really get time to be stressed, which, as as somebody who's played hostess before, that is true. But then out of nowhere, Edward leaves her side, and she can tell that something's going on because he's talking to Alice, and Alice must have had a vision. Mm -hmm. Would you say she's too blessed to be stressed? Actually, I wouldn't say oh, that because okay. she's got like five people trying to kill her right now. And her best friend just assaulted her. Yeah. Not so, best friend anymore. Well, but before she can talk to Edward and Alice to see what's going on, the doorbell rings and the werewolves are there. It's Jacob, Quill, and Embry. That's the sound their doorbell makes. Yeah, that would be really funny. <laughs> That's actually canon now. <laughs> it's canon? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Embry and Quill look crazy intense and uncomfortable. Like, they're, like, stiff as a board. And again, they're, like, 6'7", like, 350 yeah. pounds, like, big boys. So it's already weird that they're there. Like, they're all that big. Yeah. Insane. Out of nowhere, too. Yeah. Like, within months. How crazy would that be if you were, like, part of that reservation or just, like, part of the school, like, next to, like, there's no one else as big on the reservation. And then there's this weird group of, like, ten teenagers who are fucking huge. Are massive. And all they do is hang out with each other. And it's like, where did those genes come from? The store doesn't stock those jeans in that size. They don't. And even if they did, they wouldn't wear them because they'd rip them. Yeah. Um, I think they should wear tracksuits around like they're in the mob. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's me. I'm the werewolf mafia. It's me, the werewolf mafia. And when I, when I, when I grow into a wolf, my pants break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No more accents for Justin. Um, I think exclusively accents. From now on. Okay. Go ahead. Do an accent. Hey, it's me. Oh, my God. Justin, part of the fucking werewolf mafia. Jacob is way calmer than his buds, and he's really excited to see Bella. But she's obviously still giving him the cold shoulder. And he's like, what? You invited me. And he's like, she was like, um, punching you in the face was pretty a clear uninvite. Like, duh. Hey, don't you read a fucking social contract, baby? You fucking assault someone, you're not coming to their party. I would like, maybe she's trying to autistic type Jacob, but no. Like, that's pretty clear. I feel like people who can't read social cues would take that as a fucking hint. Yeah. (sighs) I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) She's obviously still pretty pissed, which like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you just assaulted her. He's like, you're being a bad sport. I made you a present. It took a long time. Fucking shove it up your asshole. Trying to, like, find Alice and Edward. And he's like, can I just have one moment of your undivided attention? No. And then he touches her and she flinches back and tells him not to touch her. Good. Yeah, which would be the proper reaction for somebody who's just been assaulted by you. Yeah. And the fact that he's such a fucking bitch... He write, He then says, he's like, I'm sorry for kissing you that way. I deluded myself into thinking that you wanted it. Can you please accept my apology? And she does. No. No. It, one, no is a one word, full, complete sentence and explanation. Um, Jake gives her this little pouch and inside is a charm bla- bracelet. He made like a small wooden wolf that's very realistic. And it's something that Billy taught him. Did he... Did she set it on fire? No, he's like, it's so you can remember me every once in a while. She's like, oh, Jake, it's gorgeous. I don't want to remember you. Can you please put it on? You remind me of the recent assault that happened. She literally doesn't care. And he's like, what's making you all anxious? And she's like, oh, Uh, Tom. Getting assaulted. (laughs) You being near me. Um, she's, it's the Edward and Alice thing. She's like, I'll tell you later. But before she can answer anything, Alice shows up and tries to take her away. But Jake's like, I have the right to know. So Alice decides right then and there that she's going to like tell them the Seattle group is coming to Forks. They've made a decision and Alice can now see. Do you think that, um, Alice, when she was setting up the twinkle lights, was keeping Edward from... Uh, reading her mind by going twinkle lights, twinkle lights, twinkle lights, twinkle lights. <laughs> Probably. Twinkle, 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 twinkle. Um, Bella freaks the fuck out and just she has to leave or do something. But Alice and Jake come to an agreement and the pack is going to join them in this fight. And Alice is, Alice is excited because even though the future disappears due to their involvement, she can't see them. Mm-hmm. She's like, this will be better because we'll have to coordinate and go through all that. But we'll have the numbers. Bella's pissed that they might be involved. She doesn't want anybody else to get hurt. Honestly, I'm fine with Jake getting hurt yeah, right now. Yeah, the least you can do after assaulting someone is, is protect fucking die for them. Yeah. Um. So they ignore her and continue because Quill asks how many are coming. And because she, she's a woman. Yes. Alice says 21. Again, <laughs> I want you to picture the, the view of three six foot seven, 350 pound Native American boys teetering over Alice. Who is four foot nine. 
Dude, you stack Alice on top and she barely make him past them. <laughs> it's true. You stack two Alice's, you barely get in the- Oh, jeez. They're they're big. Big. Uh, they invite the wolves to a strategy meeting that they're going to have and as an introduction. And they said they'll come as long as the uh, Sam is agreeable. Also, in the movie, they're barely, like, There's taller. no height difference. Yeah. yeah. Which I get. It would have been a pain to put, like, what's his name? Taylor Lautner on, like, I don't know. Would have had to be on fucking a ladder. Yeah. And Alice is, I think, 5'8", like the woman who plays Alice. Yeah. But... You could also cast better. Yeah. But it's also like in the Hunger Games, which we're going to read here soon, they make certain, like, certain capital characters are like, literally, their skin color is like powder blue. Yeah. And they were like, okay, if we do that in the movie, which they probably could... And they probably could have done the height difference. Can you literally imagine seeing six foot seven Quill, Jake, and Embry towering over four foot nine Alice? That'd be so fucking funny and good. Funny, but that's not the point. It'd be so funny and good. I know. That's why we can laugh at how fucking funny that is. <laughs> and Bella's only five four, so she's not that big either. Yeah. Nobody's fucking big compared to these guys. No. Which reminds me, there's this guy who committed a murder in Europe, and he's so funny because. Dumbass was seven foot three. Dude, you're getting picked out. Literally. Picked I don't know. Out. It's How are you going to line that up? Yeah. Let's get a lineup going. I don't know. Can you stand on a fucking ladder next yeah. to this guy? <laughs> okay. Also, how many are there? How many? Right now there wolves. are. Yeah, wolves. Like in the party right now? There's the three of no, them. No, how many wolves in total? Six. Basketball team. <laughs> That's true. You only need five for a basketball team, baby. <laughs> And they've got – they're really fast. Dude, they would fucking kill it at they the rec really center. They don't really get tired either. They fucking kill it at the rec center. And then they might actually kill it because Paul does not have very good you anger management. You breaking backboards. <laughs> um, so at the they end of the – They could go pro. They could go pro. They could go pro The first sure. werewolf Native American basketball players. Actually, I don't – I don't think I can think of a single... You're not a big basketball guy. No, a single Native American player. Mm. Like, at all. Taylor Lautner doesn't count. Because he's not Native American? Yeah. Is that why? Um, at the end of this chapter, Bella's even more stressed because this means that now Jake might get hurt, which is like, who cares? Yeah. Um, but everyone's ignoring her feelings about this, and Jacob, Quill, and Embry disappear from the house, and she feels hopeless. And that's the end of chapter 17 and the end of our episode. Justin, how do you feel? Pretty good. Yeah? Um, Are you looking up Native American sports players? Yeah. you finding anything cool, or can you not type and talk at the same I time? I can't type and talk at the same so time. So let's just keep that. talking. Justin, do you want to end the podcast? Yeah. Keep, okay, keep, so yeah, you um, end the podcast yeah, right yeah, now. Wanna, you just read about how like we have followers on Twitter, Justin. What's the Twitter at? Uh, the Twitter at is uh, at Reading Hostage. Okay, and Justin, what about where should they subscribe to um, us? Uh, we're on a lot of... <laughs> no, no, just name them very specifically. Okay, so Spotify. Mm-hmm, that's one, and what that's else? That's our babe? main thing, and also if you go to Anchor... No, <laughs> no. if you go to our Anchor website, it'll show you all the places that Who gives a shit about besides Anchor? Besides Apple, it doesn't show our Apple. Yeah. Keep um, going, babe. And then we're on YouTube as well. That also will not show up on Anchor. There's apparently a Native American football <laughs> player right now in the NFL. Yeah? Yeah. Nope, this is a thing from 2022. All right, I'm going to read it. So follow us on Twitter. Shut up! Shut the hell up! I already did all this! (laughs) Subscribe on Apple. Uh, What's the other one? Spotify, YouTube. Shoot us over an email. And ring that freaking bell. Ring that and press the freaking like button, bro. And subscribe. Yeah, make sure you subscribe. Make sure that you uh, bully your friends and family into giving us a Spotify or Apple podcast review, zero or five. Yes. It's the only thing acceptable. And apparently we will talk about you on the podcast for a good we five will. minutes. Um, so if you want us to say something specific um, that isn't gross or that I won't say, and I'll make that <laughs> on a choice uh, ch- uh, decision by decision basis. <laughs> Can you say anything, though? Yeah. You barely got through that. Oh, I'm tired. Um, please leave us a review. We're excited to keep going. I'm excited to finish Breaking Dawn. Yeah. And this god awful book and then start Hunger Games. Yeah, we, we we're going through this awful shitty book. We need the little hit of endorphins getting We literally a, do. A, a little little comments get us. I fucking need it. So thank you folks so much for listening to Reading Held Hostage. My name's Blue. And my name's Justin. We 
how do we feel about reading? Did I say mine? No, you didn't. I fucking swear that I did. You fully didn't. You didn't say yours either. Yeah, because you say it first and then okay, I stop. say Okay, stop. Let me restart. Okay. Thank you folks so much for listening to Reading Health Hostage. My name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Justin and I do not like to read. And we'll see you next week. See, I did it that time around. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Stinky is eating his uh, scratchboard underneath the chair where Mama can't see him. Oh, little bastard! Do you hear him? I do hear him now that you pointed it out. <laughs>